Hello folks, thank you for joining me. Today I really would like to talk to you about user journeys. I feel like it's useful in the context of my workshop when I talk to social enterprises and those new budding businesses. They fully appreciate that I'm, I'm talking about stuff, but it's visualized. So I'm really hoping to help you understand, or from many perspectives, how to start thinking about your users and how they interact with you as a new business. Yeah, let's get straight into it. Hey there folks, so I'm going to start by showing you this, there's this slide that I've got and I think it, when I flash it up, I remember the moment like when looking at people's faces um, online and they're all like pretty shocked because you see this diagram with all these lines and it's really confusing. So I'm really going to take my time here and just totally chill out and because I kind of think this is important. So I'm just going to get into some of these bits because all of the stuff in here is really juicy. Mm, I need that coffee. The single most important thing that you should be focused on is your website. And that's really, really important. Now that doesn't mean it has to be absolutely amazing because there's some really terrible sites or like basic sites out there, but they still do a really good job. They all do different jobs. So in a kind of way, your website is important. So is your homepage and all your other pages. So we kind of need to figure out how to piece that together. And a lot of the time when I talk about these other areas like SEO, like search engine optimization, or we're talking about content planning or branding, I think this diagram really helps to illustrate uh, how all those pieces kind of come together. So the biggest kind of part of this Venn diagram is definitely the website. And then what we get is we get uh, pay-per-click campaigning and we get search engine optimization. Uh, and then we kind of have this bubble that focuses on social. Uh, and then we also have email and all of it all tie into the website. So that's why the website is like the most important bit. I think what's really interesting there though, um, is that we kind of look at it from this perspective of uh, what some of those details are. So when we have a look at, oh, I'm, I'm kind of lost. So what I really want to do is start by talking about the different parts of your website. The obvious part is your homepage and the other part is cornerstones, which are a set of key distinctive, really VIP important uh, key parts to your website. Now, the blog post or the blog area might be one of them or should be. And if you don't have a blog post, I've used the word cornerstones so that you're able to relate to that because some businesses choose not to have blog posts. That's okay. And all the way through this, I'm going to be talking as if you have blog posts because I think you should, other than your homepage or your about page and your blog, we also need to sort of identify what we're talking about today, which is the users and how they interact with you. So the First thing really is to mention like nobody, as in an actual nobody that you don't know, will be searching the internet. And they will be searching, meaning they've chosen as a human to go towards one of the search engines. So when they go to a particular search engine, what's interesting is um, where they might get to. The search itself actually needs you to show that you have a good website, which means you rank reasonably, or you have clean coding. The Google bots can crawl through and scour your website and see things um, and see the beautiful rainbow colors that makes your beautiful website. So SEO does have a plot in 
being discovered. And once somebody discovers you, then they will typically, whether you, you've got other pages or not, they would typically go through to your homepage. And we're using that as a default because if we imagine that as a realistic user journey, that could happen. From there, the user will look through that page, which does need to be designed in a particular way. Um, then they might go, actually, I don't, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the blog. So understanding what people might be interested in is really interesting. What you might find is that you then want to focus on the blog and who's coming to your blog section or one of your cornerstone pages because people might go to the blog and then leave. And that's really, really interesting. Now, alternatively, you could find that people are finding you on social. So when you get your likes, retweets, shares, whatever it is, then people will find you on various social media platforms. And that's really exciting. But they won't find you if you don't have that link in your bio. So this is where you do need to have your website link in your bio. So when we see people that are coming to your social media, then they should really travel through in a non-stationary fashion. They should just be like going through in one fair swoop. And the hope is that they do click that link and get to your homepage. So when they get to your homepage, they are now looking at that structure of your site and again, the goal is to get them to your cornerstone content, the key content. Uh, so making that link in your social, not your homepage, but your current campaign or one of your keystone contents or your blog post is kind of the beginning blocks of how you become successful. And then when you get to the, the blog bit, what's really interesting is people often do try and capture data and do call to actions in their homepage. But you often find that you miss that. So having call to actions and a way to capture their data uh, in the blog post or in your cornerstone pages is actually a really good thing because you know that they want that information or that you want that information from them because they're accessing your VIP or best bits almost. So it's really important to consider if you do that or not and how you might implement that going forwards. The next thing on your kind of content list might be, you don't have to, but it might be email marketing. So if you've captured their data, the most typical way of doing that is by getting them to subscribe to a newsletter. So that would be uh, SendFox or MailChimp or whatever the email marketing kind of stuff might be out there. And email marketing is really cool because you've got them hooked on your site, they've filled out their data to subscribe, now they subscribe to your newsletters and they will get your newsletters. So the hope is that they actually do open the email marketing. Now, if they open the email marketing stuff, that's really, really great. What we'll see is that they should be linking back to get back to your website on whichever page uh, you're taking them to. So it depends on what's in your email marketing. What typically tends to happen, the thing that I do is uh, I personally look at other emails and I always look at social media. I'm just interested in what's current, I suppose. So a lot of people tend to be more social media savvy. So they would be more likely to go to social media to make sure they follow you because they would then hit the bell button and get the notifications and all that stuff. Which reminds me, if you do like this content and you've seen my content before or you like this piece, then please do let me know on Twitter at Tea and Toast, like, share, subscribe, and please do um, share this content and at the very least like it so that I know as an indicator that you do value this stuff. But that's what your audience should be doing anyway. So your audience should be uh, moving from your email marketing to like your content because often people do that. When they get to your social, what you might find is 
um, your social media has different blog posts because you're good at your content and you're scheduling stuff. So when they see what's relevant and what's current, they'll go, oh, I like that. And they'll click on one of your links. That'll take them straight back to their blog post. So that's really, really interesting because now we're talking about users that are coming to your blog post or, or your cornerstone content, but they are not new customers that are coming, they are existing. In terms of Google Analytics, they are not new users. They are other users that have come back, they repeat. And that is really, really good. Your unique views should be going through the roof in a way because you're seeing them come back. So this is really, really good information. And I think you might also see uh, um, positive insights in something like MailChimp where you've got your insights. So again, you've got them going back to their emails potentially, or if they didn't check their email or they didn't subscribe, they're gunning now. So that user journey is really, really interesting. The journey that I'm taking you on is really interesting, but what it also does is highlight this next step of saying, don't send people from your email marketing to your homepage. Don't send people on your social media to your homepage, because if you have a, a loads of content, then your goal is to really try and find ways of campaigning. So have campaigns and seasons of different stuff, switch on and off to different things. If you have something that you're offering and you're sending them back to the homepage, do consider for a second not to do that because what you might be doing is resetting their journey as somebody that's new to your site. And these people might not be new. So to send them back to the homepage is resetting their journey and it's gonna take them longer to get to the content that an existing user might need to get to. And I think that's really, really important to remember. We do need to understand new users and existing users a little bit and try and refeed people new content and the new people come to the site might naturally then go to the homepage. And that's useful to have that psychology and understanding. Just like the TV show Friends, your friends are your friends. Your friends are like fans, your fans are like friends. And they listen to everything that you do. They wanna watch and they generally want more from you. So it's really useful that you do treat them like VIPs or like friends uh, or like fans. So do that, uh, is, they would like it more, I think. Um, that's exactly what I'm kind of doing here, is hoping that people that do take my PDFs and my slides, they do implement some of those things. But if you miss some of that stuff, that you do catch that here. If you do like this content, then again, as I've said before, please do consider liking and subscribing and let me know. Tweet me at TNTOS or below in the comments. Um, take care and thank you for being here. Until next time, see you soon.